Angie Aulis, and this is the Kingdom Ambassador Ministries podcast, the show where believers can come together to increase their faith and learn how to walk into the anointing God has called each of us to do. Well, hello, friends. I ask the Lord to make this great day awesome for all of you. You are always in my heart and prayers. Welcome to another edition of the Kingdom Ambassador Ministries podcast. This podcast was designed for all believers to increase their faith and walk into the anointing that God has planned for each one of our lives. This is episode number four, and I'm your host, Angie Aulis. Today's topic we're going to cover is being oppressed by the devil. Do you feel oppressed? Do you feel burdened by the enemy? Today I explore how the hand of God will give his children protection. Friends, today, if you're at home or somewhere on your break and you can get your pen and paper to jot some notes and hopefully have your Bible. And if not, if you're driving or walking, all of the scripture references will be in the notes in the bottom on the show notes. So just bear with me. And today's scripture reference is going to come from several areas, but we're going to start with Job chapter 1, verses 11 and verses 12. So turn to the Word of God with me now, if you can. Verse 11, But put forth thine hand now, and touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. So church, today, the suggestion by Satan here was, God, remove your hand of protection so I can bring destruction to Job's property. In verse 10, Satan told God, You have made a hedge about him, so that I cannot touch him. And in Strong's Concordance, I looked up the word hedge. And the definition is this. It is H, so it's Hebrew, 7753. And the word hedge means to intertwine. That is to shut in for formation, protection, or restraint. Fence. Hedge up. So if you would, just imagine a fence or a hedge or being shut in for formation or protection. A barrier, if you will. So let's, this lets me know 
that if we are a child of God, that he, that God has already placed a hedge all about us and all that we have. And that's according to these scriptures we've just read here. And this is a promise from our Heavenly Father. I want to ask a question today. Why are we so quick to blame God whenever affliction and destruction comes on us? I want us to just pause a minute and think about that. All the time, it is Satan who is the destroyer and the thief. Why do we blame God for everything that goes wrong in our life? If you would turn to John chapter 10 and verse 10, this is in the New Testament. The scripture tells us that the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Friends, the thief is Satan that it was referring to in this scripture. He is the one bringing about the actual happenings of accidents, sickness, disease, and calamity. He causes people to think that God brings these things to pass. So God gets blamed for the work of the devil. You know, the scripture here plainly tells us, I am come. Who is the I am here? The scripture in Exodus 3, 14, and if you would like to turn there and jot these down in your notes, <clears throat> it states, And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. Let's just think about that for a second. Hold your place there and turn to the New Testament in John 8 and 58. And this declares, Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. I am come that they might have life. This is G2222 in your Strong's Concordance. And let's explore what life means in this verse. Literally. It means literally. I'm come that they might literally have life and that they might have it more abundantly. And abundantly in this verse is G4053 in your Strong's Concordance. And this means in the sense of beyond, superabundant. I want you to do me a favor and underline abundantly in your Bible and write super abundant in quantity 
or superior in quality. If you've got enough room, just jot that down in your Bible after you've underlined abundantly. I'll say it again, that abundantly is superabundant in quantity or superior in quality. Hallelujah. Strong's goes on to, to define that this means by implication, excessive, very highly beyond measure. So we need to read that verse as it states it like this. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it super abundantly in quantity and quality, excessive, very highly beyond measure. God's work is always that of deliverance. Satan's work is that of destruction. Let's always remember that. God always wants to deliver. Satan always wants to destroy. How do I know this? I know this from the Word of God. In Acts 10, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. There's that word oppressed again, y'all. For God was with him. Let's read this one more time. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all, A-L-L, that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. And oppressed here is G. 2616 in your Strong's Concordance, and that means to exercise dominion against, to overpower. And more scriptures to read about the devil, how he wants to kill, steal, and destroy, are Luke 13 and 16. And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, when Satan, whom Satan hath bound, lo, these eighteen years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? Beloved, are we not the children of Abraham? We are the seed of Abraham. And this woman had been bound by Satan 18 years. I believe today that the word of God in Galatians 3, 7 through 9 stands true. If there's any doubt in your mind that you are a, from the seed of Abraham, this should clear it up right here. Galatians 3, 7 through 9, Know you therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. We are the children of faith. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham, saying, and here's the key, in thee, he's telling Abraham, in thee shall all nations be blessed. So then they which be of faith, which is us, which is us, beloved, we are of faith, are blessed with faithful Abraham, 
We are the seed of Abraham. So let us not allow Satan to oppress us anymore. Now, I know I've read a lot of scripture today, but I want us to really get it in our heart, in our mind, and see what the Lord is trying to tell us here, how that we shouldn't be oppressed. It didn't say that we wouldn't be oppressed, but when we do get oppressed, this is how we combat this. This is how we fight the enemy, is with the word of God, the spoken word of God. Let us all be like Jesus and find the place where it is written in the scriptures to combat the oppressor, the enemy. Beloved, our enemy is Satan. He is the one who wants to kill, steal, and destroy us. It is his main mission. That is all that he wants to do. He wants to destroy the seed of God. Beloved, for our own sakes, let us stop accusing God for all that the enemy tries to rob from us. He is the thief. Let's go back to that scripture again about him being a destroyer. He comes to steal and to kill and to destroy. Amen. This is John 10, 10. I want us to read it over and over again until it sinks into our, into our inner being, into our hearts. And then, and then our mind will get it when our heart gets it. He is, he is the thief. That's all he wants to do. But know this, Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I want to just reiterate that the thief is Satan, not God. So let us all be proactive with prayer and applying the armor of God according to Ephesians 6. I urge you every day before you ever leave your home, to read Ephesians 6. And you may be asking me, what is Ephesians 6? What is Ephesians 6? This is talking about the armor of God. How that we are to apply this armor every single day. It's a good, it's a good habit. It's a good uh, uh, practice to get into. To go ahead and just apply that. Um. Here it is, Ephesians 6 and 11, starting at verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And here it is, friends. This is what we need to do. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, 
and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. This is what we need to do. As we need to apply that armor of God every day so we can uh, withstand these oppressive attacks from the enemy, which is Satan. This is how we go to battle, y'all. We put this armor of God on. We put the word of God on. We pray. We seek the face of the Lord. We ask Jesus to help us, and he will. That's what he wants to do. Remember he said, I am come that they may have life. Well, this is how we have life. And this is how we have it more abundantly is we just combat the enemy with this precious word of God. Did you notice that how Jesus healed all that were oppressed in Acts 10 and 38? All that were oppressed, not just some of them. All of them. And oppression, guys, this is this is just an attack from the enemy. He just wants us to be uh, burdened and bound down. But remember, we started off in Job, and we talked about how that he had that hedge of protection around him. How that God had placed that hedge of protection because Job was a child of God. And beloved, I'm telling you today, you are a child of God also. We are his children. We are the sheep of his pasture. And the sheep are enclosed in, they're intertwined in, in that hedge all around about us. And friend, the gatekeeper is Jesus himself. And there is nothing that, that, that can enter in. He has placed that hedge of protection around us. Amen. You know, a hedge in, of protection in the Bible, it just means, you know, it's, it's a protective defense against attacks from the devil or things that may harm us. God puts this hedge around his children to protect us every day. And it acts as a boundary that surrounds us in the spirit realm. Now, friends, it doesn't say that we're not going to have attacks. I want you to, I want you to just get that in your mind right now. We're all going to be attacked by the enemy, by Satan. He is going to try to oppress us, and he and he will he will gain that access. He will. But I want you to remember who you are. You are a child of God. And you are in that barrier of protection that God has placed around you, around your family, around your home, around your job, around everything that belongs to you. This is what God done for Job. He placed it around his life. He placed it around his health. He placed it around his children. Everything that belonged to Job, God placed that barrier of protection. It is the Holy Spirit. And today we have the same protection, this hedge about us. So I just want to encourage you today to rest assured that when we pray for God's protection, He will provide us with spiritual protection for our lives and everything that belongs to us. Um, I encourage you maybe to do a little homework this week. 
till the next time that we meet again. Read Proverbs chapter 3. If you need more proof that we are in this hedge of protection, amen? Read Proverbs chapter 3, the whole entire chapter. And I would like to close with reading Psalms 9 and 9. Psalms chapter 9 and verse 9. And the word of God says, The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Beloved, the Lord will be our refuge if we are oppressed today. A refuge in times of trouble. That's that hedge of protection. And I know that you know the name of the Lord. And you will put your trust in him that he will deliver you just like he did Job. Yes, Job went through some terrible things. He went through calamities. He went through destruction. He, he suffered loss. And there may be some of you out there today that has suffered loss from a family member or a friend. There may be some of you that have suffered calamity and destruction. You've lost a job. You've lost your home. There may be things in your life that has oppressed you, that has burdened you down. But I'm here to tell you today that all you have to do is reach Reach to the Lord. Reach up to Him. Pray and seek the face of God and ask Him to help you. Ask Him to be with you, to give you strength, to put that hedge of protection around you. Ask Him to, to come to you and give you wisdom and knowledge and to open up His Word to you. That's what He wants to do. He wants us to praise Him and worship Him and glorify Him and magnify Him above everything else. I know it's hard to sing praises when you're in the storm, but beloved, I'm asking you to try to do it, to just try to sing praises to the Lord. Sing with your heart. Tell Him how much you love Him. Reach out to Him and, look, and just tell Him. Say, Lord, I don't understand. I don't know why that all this all that this oppression has come upon me, but I know it's from the enemy and it's not from you. And I'm going to stop blaming you today for all of my troubles, all my calamities, all my sicknesses, diseases, my losses, all these things that have come against me. Dear God, it's not your fault. And I just want to close with this prayer today. Beloved, I want you to just open your heart to the Lord and let him come in. Ask Jesus to come in your heart and to give you wisdom and knowledge to understand this. I just ask right now, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, we love you. We love you so much, and we worship you, and we praise you. We glorify you. We magnify you, Lord, above everything else. And, Lord, we ask you, Father God, to just come into our hearts and to help us, Lord, to give us wisdom and knowledge, Lord. Lord, and to let us know that you have placed a barrier around us and you watch over us daily and that you know that we know that we are safe everywhere that we go you put your hedge of protection around us and everything that we have and you protect us from the enemy and every kind of danger lord 
Protect our families, God, and our whole households and cover them wherever they go and in everything that they do. And may your hedge of protection, God, be with us, around us, always when we leave our homes and when, and when we come back in the day, later in the day, watch over us every step that we take and keep us away from harm and danger, Father God. And also, Father God, I ask that you would give us wisdom and a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit to avoid these potential dangers and these oppressions that may lay ahead for us and our families. And God, I ask all this in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, friends, if you have enjoyed this podcast today, I urge you to please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. There's someone out there that needs to know that God loves them, that Jesus loves them. And I want you to know today that Jesus loves you and he is a hedge of protection around you. And I ask you that if you want to reach out to me to please, I will pray with you. I will ask the Lord on your behalf to heal you and your family. If you want to reach out to me, I can be reached at kingdomambassadorministries at gmail.com. And also, if you want to write to me, you can reach me at kingdomambassadorministries at P.O. Box 66, Bakersville, North Carolina, 28705. Reach out to me. Send your prayer requests. I urge you today not to go another day being oppressed, but to allow Jesus to give you the freedom that you need through His Word and through prayer. And I thank you today for listening to another edition of the Kingdom Ambassador Ministries podcast. Until the next time, be blessed and be well, beloved, in Jesus' name. This has been the Kingdom Ambassador Ministries podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. I look forward to having you join me for future studies in God's Word. If you enjoyed this show, please give it a subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. For more information, you can write to me at kingdomambassadorministries at gmail.com. I will be putting out episodes every other week to empower the body of Christ. Until then, God bless each of you in Jesus' name.